almost had a false start there for some reason. The commercial didn't want to kick in. Uh, podcast number 154. How are we going to keep en- or entering these podcasts? Change it up every time. Yeah. <laughs> keep everybody on their toes. Welcome That's aboard, it. everybody. Another week. Who's excited for another great podcast? <laughs> yeah. You this say great, really you say great podcast, but we really just kind of ramble our way Who, through it and who's excited for more mediocre content <laughs> there we go. that's what we like to hear it, it feels like forever since daryl and i've been on it's been like three weeks it yeah, has. you guys you guys have lives it's, yeah, it's well, tough i mean you know what yeah. um i had meetings and all that fun stuff i'm glad the, that's over the now. last time you were on tim that was for danielle's no i, I missed that one i was at a meeting oh, that night. did you watch it at all i watched a bit of it yes yeah Good. I, did you take I, any I, notes um, drinking's bad. That's what I, that's what I, yeah. <laughs> she she talked a lot about nutrition and stuff. And then, um, I was, uh, really wondering if you took anything to heart. And then, you know, this week we had, or last week we had a business meeting in the morning and we had to have like a, uh, a breakfast stuff. So we had to bring in some like muffins and danishes and stuff. Oh yeah. And when they all left, Tim proceeded to eat eight danishes before oh, noon. Fuck, I crushed eight the shit out of them. Well, they're there. Eight. Why would you not crush them? Yeah, yeah. Eight, eight of them. them. Do you know what? They're in all fairness, they're they're a lot smaller than the other ones, and and then you ate you ate one and you felt bad for the other one, so you ate the other one. And so you ate the whole family. Down. Yeah, absolutely. We gotta do. We yeah. gotta do. We, yeah. we have there, to get a new utensil if, at BPG this week or last week. We got a new toaster oven, so we've been making cookies every day. It's, you gotta work. You gotta work yourself into like, what are you gonna cook on the toaster oven? But these. Like of course the the fundraiser of the you know the tub of cookies of course I bought a dozen of them before Christmas time so you know we're just we're just excellent that, that <laughs> that's some cookies that's got to be really good for you and your your health yeah, oh, yeah real, real good, good. Real I'm sure good. the office is really good you have one bathroom yeah you have a private bathroom or yeah it's just you have to share it yeah no we got we got two we just built a new one one's got okay. a little more space yeah depending on what you need to do <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I never watched Danielle Danielle's uh, podcast either, but that's good to know. Dex, oh, sustainable, really healthy good. nutrition. Big what nutrition. Am I doing? Yeah, it was yeah, good. It's, it's like, worthwhile to go back and look at. Absolutely. Yeah, Cindy, Cindy enjoyed it, and she uh, she's using definitely some of those ideas. She's way more health conscious than I am, and uh, probably why she's in better shape and better health than now, I am. Now, was so. it more about at a bowling tournament the proper ways to nutrition like throughout it? full day yeah. or was it more about that's like, that's what it was life. geared towards yeah okay. for I, that. have you ever seen like whenever you go, like carrie's probably gonna see it this weekend but when she goes for like the open and stuff she has every snack for everybody like there basically so i mean she has all the healthy stuff she has everything planned the meal preps for the day and then there's just probably you and i or just drink gatorade or have a couple beers and call it a day I got a little inside scoop, actually. I happen to be bowling with Cindy Sunday, so I get all the snacks. So it's going to be good. I know. Yeah, I dabbled in that. I've taken the whole tray of veggies and the carrots and the cucumbers and all the peas and all those things and stuff. But uh, the last few years of the stomach, I'm just, you know, but it is definitely helps to munch on something throughout the whole day. You don't see enough of it. So I'm glad that uh, Danielle talked about it. Maybe this year we'll see a bunch more. You know, we have the open trials coming up this weekend. It's kind of seems to be the on everybody's brain now isn't it right this coming weekend at least in alberta it's open trials yeah um i'm not sure if any zones have gone yet bc had some last weekend we saw of course we know club tours happening this weekend too kind of this is busy time isn't it guys yeah yeah it's uh it's now tournament season as they say 
everything's everything's happening here in the next couple months so when is um, it not tournament season lately though holy cow well you guys see a lot more of it being in a bowling center but like yes we had masters a few weeks ago and oh, then yeah. prior it to that fun. it was winnipeg like it's been a while it has been a while so i haven't seen other provinces do their masters second qualifying and stuff is alberta a bit ahead in the game on the tournament side of things uh yeah kind of just like yeah i don't know the, i know bc does their first set kind of the same time as us and then they do theirs later on i, I want to say they do theirs in like march and april yeah, yeah. like they kind of stuff them into the last two right. months and then um i know uh, manitoba and saskatchewan only do four they tournaments manitoba, right manitoba does six i think oh they do six okay but they only six, do six, six games or something six games and i but yeah. uh, Matt, uh saskatchewan only does four Right? right, so they do one in like the same time we do in like October, November, and then they do a couple in March. So there's only that there. Oh, Ontario sense. has about six of them throughout the season, and same as five. There you go. I oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot going on. Um, I I just think everything is kind of just I don't know. You just kind of gear up for the open, and then afterwards we have you know. Um, Regina, and then you have a couple weeks, and you have the Masters again, and then you have this and that, and just it just it it, it there's something big each month now, right? Um, until I guess yeah, depending if you make nationals or not, we have something in, in, until the end of you know July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's something going on, right? So I'm excited. I mean, we we had five PL, and we talked about the Open like this <clears throat> coming weekend. Like that's the the sort of the big one now, isn't it? Here for, for us, anyways. Yeah, Edmonton. We're forty-two guys and nineteen ladies. We have sixty people playing at Edmonton here, and there's a long list of people that could play that aren't playing. So, you know, I know Carrie or Dex, Timmy said there was thirty or something playing in Central. I mean, I don't know what in Calgary, but I mean, the Open in Alberta is always a big time here for sure to see who's going to make those zone teams. It's huge, and then like you said, then then Ontario's doing club tour this weekend as well. I'm in Hopedale, I believe. Yeah, Hopedale, yeah. Oakville, Hopedale. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Dave, that, ben, Dave Bentley's new place, I think. Is it? I, I heard Pinfall's good there. It should it should be awesome. It should be really good. It's a big it's a big turnout. Like uh, we got lots signed up. So. And I know Mitch did a really really good job at getting sponsors and stuff too. So there should be yeah great sponsorship money there too. Um, yeah. And and shout out to Mitch for shooting 1900 for his. His master set the other weekend. I, I think he's sitting fifth overall for teaching masters. So congratulations, Mitch. That's <laughs> you're doing. You're doing awesome. He was like 300 POA or something. It was crazy. Good shooting for a guy with half a wrist. Yep, pretty much. Just, that must just have been obviously it. only six games or something. Yeah. Yeah, 1900, 1900 for six. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Yeah, sorry, like, 1900 for six. It was huge. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I didn't see that stat, so I didn't know if it was. Yeah, I didn't no. know if you were taking a rip at the guy or no, if you were actually no, giving he, him. No, he shot 1900 for six. It was awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Cindy was just saying there's 31 in Central. Like, nice. The number's down a little bit, I think. Ladies are up, men are down, but. Um... Do we know anybody else watching that's what about Alberta North? How many are playing? How about Calgary? North. How many are playing? How about South? How many are playing? Anybody? Let's let's hear. I know numbers. North is okay. North is about thirty. BC. Well. We saw a couple of results down there in the on the island and in Vancouver area. Mm -hmm. Saw a bunch of the guys like the the Venom 
Daryl Easton, him winning his Marcus, I think, on mix. Ronda, I think, was well, on their ladies. They still have another set this week. They do? Oh, okay. So yeah, they, they play two separate back weeks. Is that how it works for them? Yeah. Uh, okay. They, 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 yeah. Um, Eisenhower texts me. They have 42 or 43 for the interior. Okay. Wow. Now, awesome. they're running theirs a little bit different. And same as BC North. They run theirs where they have, like, tr- uh, they're playing. You can either play in trail or you can play in... Um, Capri, and then they send the scores in, right? The North is doing the same thing. They're playing uh, Hypertension or Williams Lake. Correct. For BC yeah. North. Uh, was it Williams? No, uh, sorry, GP. Black GP. Diamond, I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, PG. Oh, sorry, PG. Oh, yeah. Prince George, yeah. yeah. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the Williams Lake guy's got to go up to Prince George. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. So, so but I mean, at least they, I, I know it's a long drive, but at least they do have the option of playing in either center, whichever they prefer, so... Um, it, I, I, it sucks for the Williams Lakes guys because it's eight hours to get to hypertension. Yeah. But if you're worried about making team just based on pinfall, like Tyler and those guys are great players, but would you make that extra yeah. six-hour drive to guarantee your spot? I, I would look at the roads and they make that decision, right? <laughs> Sign up and say, which one am I going to go to? Yeah. If it's anything like the weather we've had lately, I'd be like, I'm taking that eight-hour trip. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It would be pretty lucky. I see John Willock says there's a huge storm coming into Hopedale area here. Yeah, they're getting Hopefully slammed here in Ontario. We're sending some hats out there. Anybody's coming to that tour, some Five Pin Universe hats are going to Daryl Noble. Hopefully take care of a little bit of merch sales. You got to get the plug in there, boys. <laughs> oh, and Terrace as well. Hmm. Oh, three. So they're doing three. That's crazy. But you know what, though? I mean, I get it. It, there is there. It, it's such a vast area. Like you have to make some kind of provisions, well, right? Exactly. Well, there's no <laughs> roads. That's yeah. the issue. You and gotta drive roads, through yeah. mountains. <laughs> and you yeah, talk yeah. an eight-hour drive. I mean, like I, I get it. At least this gives some sort of option for a two-hour drive instead. It's yeah. yeah. It just it just sucks that there's such a scoring discrepancy, but um, yeah. I totally get it too. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I get it, but uh, you know what? We're speaking about club tour a little bit here. Um, I can guarantee Mitch that somebody from the East wins. I just have a feeling this weekend. <laughs> it's going to be a strong East representation at this one, so uh, probably a good chance. <laughs> I think the only guy going west right now is I saw was uh, is Ryan Ryan Edwards. I, I did see Ryan. Ryan. I think Ryan is going. Yeah. Oh, did you see? I was looking through a list to see if there's anybody that was going to go. I, I know he mentioned about uh, about airport pickup. <laughs> um, if the club tour wouldn't run it on open qualifying weekend for Alberta, they probably would see a few more. But they always yeah. pick that weekend, so it makes sense. It, it, it's all right. They already made some provisions to move there. One. They Fair. made provisions. Yeah, they yeah. made provisions. They just got their tournaments off our weekends, so it's not provisions. Now, now, now the one in Nebs in August is the biggest tournament ever. Exactly. How hard was that? <laughs> and, and, and honestly, I'm pretty certain that Jeff's very happy he's making that that happen there. Yeah, there you go. Matthew Harms too. He has a little bit of money to spend, right? So. From the, the last tournament? From Winnipeg, yep. Yeah. yeah. Good second place for Matt. He's been winning all sorts of things out there. Tons oh, really? Yeah. 
ton like a ton of like uh, like two or three tournaments around Christmas time. I'm pretty sure you won. It's crazy. Hmm. Nice. And then and then had a what nine bagger from the gun, ten bagger from the gun, or something like that. Something like that. Oh yeah, ten bagger, and then he got absolutely roasted. Oh, here here's something, and this isn't really off topic, but for all those people that are filming these perfect game attempts, go stand behind the person. <laughs> you Hendo's Hendo's film was the worst filming of a perfect game I've ever seen. It was horrendous. You saw everyone's backs. Man, I get it's a perfect game, and you don't want to add any pressure to the fella or the lady. But if they're gonna throw it, get it on film, please. They already yeah, know everybody knows that the cameras are coming out. At once you're yeah. nine, it's like they're coming around, people. Yeah, like, that was coming, horrible. Like, like Hendo, was like, hilarious. A fan hilarious. of the podcast, a fan of Five Pin Universe, a disgrace of perfect game filming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you throw him shade. To, to <laughs> Always. We just go tell, if there's a perfect game watch assured, it's like we just go tell Tim or Dex, like, hey, there's a good like, you, you're you're on duty. Well, yeah, yeah, so you did that, but you went early. He so said Tyler's eight. Yeah. So I, I went up and watched him pitch three pin or yeah. whatever. It was like absolutely garbage, Tyler. Yeah. Don't tell yeah. me next, next time. Tell me after nine. Yeah, I agree, Steve. Don't cut off immediate, yeah. immediately either. See the disappointment in their eyes or do yeah. something. But is, is it really worth it? Bit. Is it worth it anymore? They already screwed up. Like, why give oh, them more? Oh, yeah. Game? I, I want to see that. You want to see their heart breaking. I kind of maybe, maybe, maybe bring the camera down below and ask them how it felt to miss. Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. Like an interview. Yeah, I think that'd be perfect. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, I, you suck. What happened? Yeah, we'll do that to you next time, Tim. <laughs> yeah, well, there won't be that time, yeah, but I mean, that's cool. <laughs> when was the last time you threw nine from the gun? Uh, Regina. I, yeah. Oh, really? I dare yeah. I dare I'll the next person filming it that somebody doesn't get it, run down there with a the phone and try to get it right in front of his oh. face. Hey, oh, how you know, know what? How'd it go? Depending oh. on who it is, I think it's a real possibility. <laughs> maybe this, maybe at the open this weekend on uh, open qualifying. Hey, Bonnie Dune. You guys got Bonnie Dune. You never know. Play you know Bonnie Dune. De- Dexter says it does not play in that easy, but I, I or as easy as what it was. I, I you're still gonna have good scores. It's still gonna have like, but again, if you're two seventy five after that day, you're fine. Like it's all good. So Steve Barker, since you are live streaming Hopedale, we want to see it. If it happens, yeah. <laughs> get right up in their grill, find out what happened. Even after like a seven bagger from the start, just. Just go in and see how it goes. Always. Um, Is that Mitch so, <laughs> good old Mitch is watching. Isn't he like vacationing somewhere, or is he back? No, he's back. He was in Cuba. Yeah. Oh, in Cuba. My favorite place in this world. I love uh, the food. Could be better. Uh, let's. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to our uh, special guest of the evening here. But first, you can become a patron at patreoncom slash universe for as little two dollars a month, and join all these lovely folks in supporting us. Bring this mediocre content to your faces. <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, Tim's going to take over the rest of this podcast, lead oh, us through geez. his agenda, and. Uh, Let's bring in a guest. Amy right. Spence, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Great to have you there, Amy. How so are things are... over in your end of the world? Oh, we're all right, I guess. Pretty snowy. 
<laughs> smelly. Smelly. Snowy. 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 This smells like fish down here. On the, you know what? All we do is fish all day long. You know what? The sad thing is, we were talking about the shepherds just before podcast. So I mean, anything could happen, right? So. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, well, we know we, we haven't had any snow out here for quite some time, so we're going to just keep it that way. I think you guys can <laughs> have it. <laughs> but um, we're really happy to have you on. I, I think uh, you have quite the story we can talk about a little bit here. Um, maybe you want to tell us how you got into five-pin bowling. I know you have two gold medals in YBC. I, I know I missed one earlier, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can touch base on how you got into bowling and, uh, and how you got it all started. Um, my parents, like, were met through bowling, to my knowledge. So, when I was born, I was always at a bowling alley. Like, from two months old, I was always there. So, I started when I was about four. Have been bowling ever since. So, where where in PI do you play out of? Uh, called The Alley. Used to be Murphy's Community Center. Murphy's, okay. Yeah. And I know they've done a lot of upgrades over the years, haven't they? There, like it's it looks yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How sure. many? How many lanes are there? Uh, fourteen. Oh, that's yeah. way that's But only six of them work right now. Oh. oh. <laughs> all, all the upgrades Tim was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there was something I heard, I heard about. I heard about that maybe it was through JB or whatnot that they were having a little bit of issues out there. So, yeah. But uh, anyways, so you you, ha- you have two YBC. How many times do you go YBC Nationals before I put my foot in my mouth? Okay, because I already have the two golds right in 2012 and 2016. Yeah. But I know I know you participated more than that in YBC, and I know you were part of the U Challenge as well, correct? Yes. Yes. I was in. I think I went to six YBC Nationals. I can't remember exactly, and I made every youth challenge from the time I was. 13 to 18 so yeah wow. so you've been to like 12 or 13 nationals before you got out of ybc yeah awesome that's crazy <laughs> that's that's a boatload of experience that's yeah wow not many people can say that they've been to that many nationals right? <laughs> i don't know how many uh zero yeah out of ybc right. yeah yeah, yeah. How many has an adult carry? Uh, seven, six, six. Yeah. I think. Did, did so they get better than carry cranks? Yeah. <laughs> did they get easier over time, Amy, or has it just become like then expected at some point that you were always going to make the nationals, and, and and that became the driving factor? Like, how am I going to compete yeah. at nationals, right? It was yeah. It was more or less. There's not a lot of bowlers out of here, so not it was expected that i was going to make a lot of them yeah yeah but i think uh pi and bowling has come a long way so now yeah yeah it's done it's much better than it used to be um your core group of people there have done a great job in promoting mm-hmm. it so i think um your, your skill level right now it's is there's no doubt that you have a chance every year but uh, yeah. youth bowling is a little bit different obviously than the adults um it's crazy. You know what? I, I have to apologize. I'm usually good with names and faces. I, I mean, Daryl and everybody ran the 2015 y, YC Nationals, and you're here in Edmonton. You were here that year. Mm. I was. 
Yeah. You're you're probably a little a lot younger back then, so I I'll yeah. give myself a pass there, but uh <laughs> <laughs> I just well, always I remember Tyler Ford. Yes. There was there was a well, of course we were introducing the names at the banquet and I wanted to know the pronunciations of everybody's name around the table. So I said there was two Tylers or something, right? There was on the BC team. So I yeah. said to the one Tyler, "Hey, how do you pronounce your last name?" And he's like, "Ford." <laughs> Dude, it's not that hard. I'm like, "Okay, you're clearly not the Tyler that I'm looking for." And I can't remember which one it was. So. That's not a name I have. I haven't heard that name in a long time. And that kid was like ultra talented. He was really, really talented. Wait, he yeah. threw a perfect game in YBC, did he not? Uh, no, he, uh, he won um, the Scottsdale in YBC. Oh, that's yeah. right. He won Scottsdale. And he's, I think he's out in Toronto now, right now with work or school. He was out there, so I don't think he came well, back. That, that old work thing. Work and yeah. family ruins yeah. pipe pin bowling careers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Amy, so, in your first national, sorry, Tim, um, okay. like in your nationals, when did you win? You, you won Bantam singles? Yep. And so what, I was that your first nationals or second no, nationals that you went to? That was my yeah. second one. I okay. went in 2011, and then I went again in 2012, and that's when I won. So there was a bit of driving factor to, yeah. like, hey, this is, I know what it's going to take now. I now see the rest mm-hmm. of the country. This is my, you know, the competition level that we gotta we got to work on that. And then you go yep. and achieve that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah you averaged that, 190 at nationals as a bantam. That's that's really good to beat yeah. Miranda Eby, who is fantastic as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Is, is there any any memories from that one that you that you can reminisce about a little bit? That was the year it was so foggy in St. John's we couldn't get in, so we only bowled half the games. I was wondering why you only had thirteen games, and that's interesting. Yeah, they've changed formats so many times, and I wasn't one hundred percent sure why. But that, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. It was like three or four of the provinces couldn't get in, so they just cut half the games out. That Crazy. makes sense. And then in 2016, you won gold on, as a junior girl, and I believe that was in Chinook, right, down in Calgary? It was in Calgary, yeah. 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 You really so, expected her to remember the name of the bowling center that she played in? <clears throat> well, I, you know... <laughs> I, I I did all my history and my digging, right? So I I thought oh, I thought yeah. I'd throw throw it back at her. <laughs> that would have been post Chinook all their renovations and stuff. Oh yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah, I think Chinook did theirs in the early two thousands. Oh, okay. if I remember correctly, yeah. I guess yeah. maybe it's been a while since we've. It's been a long time since. Opens. I mean, you guys yeah. have done all the masters and some some of those things. The synthetics went in like after twenty ten though. No, twenty ten they're in. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I, we, I I would like to say oh oh six or oh seven or oh somewhere. They're in there. really good shape. Holy I God. haven't yeah. played a Chinook since the yeah. autumn open. We're talking twenty years. How long has it Holy been since? Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's mm. it's one. Honestly, it's a beautiful center down there. It's sorry, we're uh, we're segueing there. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> twenty sixteen. Yeah. So you got now. <clears throat> let's put this in perspective. Out of PEI, how many how many gold medalists have been out there? I know. The Gallants won some in the past, right? Yeah. But There's not very many. Not many, many, so. No. So you're kind of a celebrity out there, you can say. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got you did very well at that. Um, I know you obviously won gold in 2012 and in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, for you, challenge, did you 
have any any medals or any all stars? No. 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 I I got a high score for high four games one year, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so did which one did you enjoy more? Did you enjoy the singles portion, or did you enjoy the U challenge, or did you? And just in general, there are two different ones you can't really compare. I like being on a team. It's it's a lot more fun <laughs> than yeah. being by yourself. <laughs> Fair, right? I mean, yeah, that makes sense, especially when, you know, you're going across the country and just you and the family, basically, right? So, yeah, yeah, understandable. Um, that being said, I know you're, you're trying out, you've been trying out for some of the five pin events out there and mm-hmm. um, you made the open this year in the mixed team. I did. I'm on the ladies team. Ladies team. Okay. So did yeah. Wow. Tim with all the research <laughs> yeah, misses. Really, really digging oh. deep there, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I do I did some digging and I We're know. We're just gonna bring coming. this up again. Yeah. And, and, and I and I know She's coming to Edmonton, I think. Is that is that where the Nationals are this year, Edmonton? I think that's where it's at. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. on that team. So, so, you guys have, so PEI is already done, and they send a full contingent? Yeah, just recently, three years ago, I think we started sending a ladies team. Yeah. So men's, ladies, and mixed team, you said? Yep. That's awesome. Who's, so who's uh, on that? Yeah, who's Who? on the teams? Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of remembering. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, this is good. <laughs> well, I'm, well I'm John Walsh right is single. I can tell you that. John Walsh right. and yeah. Mary Jo Mackenzie are single. So they, they're not playing on team as well? No, they they made a rule this year that if you're doing singles, you can't do team. In PEI, okay. Yeah. That's, that's just a PEI rule. That's not a national rule. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my mom is actually on the ladies team with me. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And then Sherry Wedge. You got Veronica, Colicut. There's a bunch of younger people. Good. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yes. Who else? Ste- Stephanie Nebo and Darby. Stephanie Colic. and Darby, yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. I saved you there. Um, no, I would have got there eventually. <laughs> 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 uh, for the for the men's team, you had Scott Clays. You had Nicholas McRae. You had Justin yep. McRae. You had Steve Nebone. You had Alan Clark. I'm sorry. And you had Serge Arsenal's there. <laughs> <laughs> I love Alan. Um, and then for the mixed team, you guys have uh, Ver- uh, not Veronica, uh, Valerie Kneebone, Susan McCarthy, JB yeah. Rainsberger, Albert Shepard, Scott Spence, and Karen Gold. My dad. Yeah. Yeah. I pl- played against your dad a few times out there. He's a good player. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like a fairly competitive mixed team. Uh, yeah. like- uh, Val's not bowling anymore. So. Yeah. Michelle Flanagan, she's in instead. I think it's her okay. first open. Oh, good. Val, yeah, Val good, is going to be coaching, right? Yeah. That's yeah. a good thing that you He's have coaching some the men's players. Team. Yep. I think. Well, I'm 21. Sherry's 20. Veronica's 23. So, relatively young team. We had this conversation that that was the exact word <laughs> that I used. Before podcast, <laughs> I, 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 I don't I don't know if that's the exact word we said character, but uh, oh no, I said character twice. Yeah. Okay, I, I, th- I thought we were talking about looks. So that's a good comment by Tracy. Uh, is it what, what's kind of uh, the the feeling about playing with your mom? Is it kind of neat? I think it's pretty cool. She she coached the ladies team last year, so. 
have a similar idea of how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. I, I, those scenarios don't happen very often. Yeah. So that's, that's really neat. Actually, I think we were, we were talking about that this week, weren't we, Carrie? Yeah. Right? Because Henry, Henry was trying to make it so he could maybe, maybe play with Jordan. Right. Yeah. Um, and we were trying to figure out if we, if we knew anybody in Alberta who had done it. I mean, we were yeah, thinking like Victor and Lawrence, maybe, but probably maybe not. I don't. I, think I don't. So. I I feel like think so for sure. No, Victor is not as young as we think. Sorry, Vic, but no, but I I think, I think maybe he's been one year longer. I feel like him and Lawrence have played together on a team. I think maybe once, but but Vic moved up the north for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Vic, Vic and Lawrence might have won. Vic won the open when he threw the perfect game. But I don't believe so. I don't think Lawrence was on that team that year. And then Vic didn't... I don't know. That's a question for them, obviously. But I don't recall it. Yeah, I just got a text from my mom saying that my dad, her, and my brother played on the mixed team one year. That's oh, really There you go. That's Very really cool. neat. Yeah. And I think I played against your brother, too, in the past, too. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, There's definitely been, like, parent coaches you know with their 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 kid on the team yeah that's a really good reason val that's awesome um, that'd be neat yeah i know nancy gervais and donna gervais they're you know their um aunt and you know niece kind of thing that's been the, yeah. been done in the past um i know other people have played each other like i mean bev and Gre- uh, brevin rose so that was a little bit different, but yeah, it's tough. I, I very few times out there, especially in Alberta, that we have that opportunity to right. So parents, parents playing with their kids, yeah, it's interesting. And you know what? Really I know Henry's been playing very well this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, there's out, on our in our zone, there's there's ample opportunity for a lot of people to make the team. There's such good talent out there, but we don't have an average pro open, right? So it's just a professional open for these guys. So has what about Annette and Melinda? Uh, I think it's cool. Oh, you know what? Didn't they, wasn't it last year? That's, or two years no, ago? No, wasn't it? no, Melinda wasn't. No, not Melinda. I, you know hmm. what? It, I know That's Mark and really Annette. Hard. And Mark and Annette were on a team once, uh, and then COVID knocked that down. I, I have a feeling maybe twenty twenty fourteen. We need to have a we need to have a running list. I'm sure Ontario's got just a a gamut of. Scenarios where parents have played. The yes, this is true. Yeah. Nick lots and Justin are on the same team too. Nice, lots of family, you know, yeah. here in PI. That makes for a fun contingent going. Yep. Where's Don Sim? We need Don Sim. <laughs> Why isn't Don on the podcast right now, Tim? <laughs> he would have all uh-huh. this information. Yeah, he he has in the back of his head, but um, yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's it's awesome to see that you're coming out and. Um, I know for us who are actually all here helping out with the Open Nationals, we're really excited to have you guys, and uh, we're we're going to try to make it the best one we've ever had before. So, yeah, we'll be I'm glad very you made, we're, we're yeah. glad you made it. Yeah, yeah very we're glad, glad you made it. it. <laughs> yeah, that that's our that's our theme. Yeah, we're glad. It's a lot of dad jokes. So, yeah, um, dad jokes unco- and glad. Yeah, uh, uncomfortably funny, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we'll we'll leave it at that for now. But I do want to touch base. This is where I find you really fascinating. Is you're you're a lawn bowler, right? So yep. or is it 
and carpet bowl. Is this exactly the same thing? It's it's the same thing, but I here we only have like grass. Okay. I only played carpet when I went to Ireland. Yeah. All right. So let let's maybe get you how you got started into this, and and how it became to what you've created into, which is an international experience. Yeah. So I used to do curling as well as bowling. And lawn bowling is basically a combination of the two. So my mom said, well, why don't we go try it? See how it goes. Mm -hmm. And I stuck with it. I've been playing for 10 years. I've been to about four nationals. I was finally able to win one there last year. So for all those people out there, um, what, how, what's the, like kind of the background of lawn bowling? How, how do you get involved out there or out anywhere? Because be honest with you, out here, unless you know somebody in lawn bowling, we don't really hear about it at all. It's, yeah, it's not very popular, but I know here you can just, like, if you wanted to try it, you can just show up and ask someone, say, can I try this? Like, see how it goes. There's a lot yeah. of recreational leagues. It's not all just, like, competitive. Okay. And so how many in your age group? As from where? From all across Canada or from PEI? <laughs> well, let's do let's do both. Let's do both. Well, I'm the only junior in PEI. In oh. our podcast, you said you were the only person under what age in PEI? <laughs> I'm like 15. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and at nationals, there's normally about 20 or 30 kids, but there's a lot of people in Ontario that don't get to go because there's. Way more in Ontario than there is in other provinces, and they only allot a certain amount of spots for each province. Right, that makes sense. And okay, I might I might know this, but where was lawn bowling nationals this year? Uh, in Northern Ireland. Ireland, or no, sorry, the nationals was in uh, Port Credit Lawn Bowling Club. So uh, I don't know where that is. <laughs> was it in Ontario? It was in Ontario. Yeah. Okay. Yes, because we had one of our YBC brothers kids play out there this year so mm-hmm. he, he's wow. completely like first time playing didn't have a, they needed to fill up a team or something or what yeah. and, and then so he went there and and they couldn't believe it. they had a lot of fun out there so yeah yeah it's interesting so, because lawn bowling like you're saying tim there's no, yeah. and, and amy that there's not a lot of people that play it so the opportunities that if you do choose to play it you're going to be almost an automatic shoe-in for a provincials or a nationals or yeah. even a world, not world, but you got to earn that way. But I mean, like you say, you're the only person playing in PEI. I think that's just a credit to you to like, Hey, I see an opportunity here. If I'm the only person playing, I'm going to keep practicing and we're going to get better, yeah. but you can now travel, you can travel the country and now you can mm-hmm. travel international. I mean, talking to Grady Long here in Edmonton, he's our executive director for, or was for bowl Alberta. And he was heavily involved in lawn bowling. And that's what he said. He said, there's only like a half dozen juniors that are playing here. So like Steve Barker says, for YBC kids that are doing it, you know, it's a great crossover sport. We certainly don't want to lose five pinners, but my goodness, people out there wondering and wanting a second sport and maybe to travel the world. I mean, that's something to look into is lawn bowling. It's cool. Yep. So maybe for our listeners out there, because um, I, I haven't really lawn bold before so maybe you, i don't okay you you I'm did gonna... and then you said no <laughs> <sighs> yeah um but yeah 
I did say it was an older person sport, and then then Amy came on, um, so I do apologize for that. But it, it's it's interesting. So, but you guys, you and Dexter both have done it in the past. Obviously, you're a much better player than Dexter ever will be. And I just wanted maybe you guys can explain how this is. Are we how, gonna have how... a bowl off? <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? A- Amy can come up here for nationals, and we can we can go to the Commonwealth Club, and you guys can have oh, a bowl off. I'm gonna have go. to. I'm gonna have to break <laughs> out the bowls. Fighting Universe Dexter. live stream. Fighting Universe live stream. Yeah, oh, we'll yeah. live stream that all day. Amy That's good. Dexter. Along you with the what? soccer game that we're missing yeah. that Tim said he was Now are do. you Team Amy or Team Dex? Who we, who oh, Team Amy, people? 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we never cheer for our own. It's, it's always Amy. It's Team Amy. Yeah. You know what? You guys probably come in on the Monday, right? So you'll have that extra time. This works out perfectly. We already booked you in. Okay, sounds good. It's settled. Yeah, it's settled. Sure thing. Okay. Anyways, do you, do you guys want to explain how what lawn bowling, how it's different and a bocce, or different and and how it works? This Dexter, is your show, up. Amy. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I can add to what you say. Yeah. Okay. So, so Amy's right when she says it's it's a it's a really it really is a combination of like bowling and and, and bocce and curling and all these things. But so you have a jack that you throw out. You could you have a mat that you have to stand on, and you have to have your your delivery foot stay on or above the mat. Um, but that mat is where both teams will play from for that entire round. Um, the team that's in control of the jack gets to throw it out however far they want to. It just mm-hmm. can't go into the pit at the end, and it has to go past uh, the I, I can't remember what the minimum line is. It's on a hog line, but it's hog line is it's that's oh, it is. It is a hog yep. line, so it has to get past the hog line. It then gets centered into the middle of your your pitch, oh, and then okay. so you, uh, can't put, you can't put it over into the corner. Like no, a... it starts in the middle, yeah. but once you hit it, it stays wherever it goes, unless it goes outside. Right? If it goes outside, yeah, it's like it's like curling. Like if there's like the boundaries on the outside. Yeah. So if it touches the bound, like if it's on the line, it'll stay in. But if it's past that, then you have to bring it back you have to set it up six feet from the back it's the same idea yeah does that happen very often and can you intentionally like how good yes to do that now like yeah you can oh yeah you can yeah and and if you push it into the pit at the back it actually stays there right but you you're so then you're just trying to get the bowl as close as you can before it falls into the sand at the end um because if it does fall into the sand at the end then that bowl is out but the jack could stay in there the jack is live in the pit yeah. The oh, only okay. way your bowl yeah. can stay in the ditch is if the bowl that hits the jack goes in the ditch as well, it stays. Yeah. Yeah. So then, obviously, there's singles, mm-hmm. doubles, trios, all of that. So there's sometimes different mm-hmm. numbers of bowls out there. But yeah. a normal set of bowls is four. Um, and so if you're playing, like, doubles, you only normally have eight out there. If you're playing trios, is it nine? Yeah, it would be nine. Yeah, and if you're doing if you're doing like four players, then you'll have eight out there. Um, the bowls have um, a bias to them, so you have a big circle on one side, you have a little circle on the other, and your ball will curve in the direction of whatever side you have the little circle on. So yeah. if you want the bowl to move to the right, you put the little circle on to the right hand side of your ball, and then you aim left of the jack or wherever you want to put put your shot. Um, you basically try to roll it end over end. 
you don't try to put rotation on it no. because otherwise <laughs> you're, yeah, you're gonna have a little potato ball that's just like <laughs> down there. And you're throwing it too hard then at that point if you're trying to throw rotation yeah if it's, that it's... happens it's called a turn up <laughs> yeah, oh, really? exactly. no way. i love that yeah. <laughs> and then and then it's it's basically curling rules for for scoring so um you try to get as many bowls as you can closest to the jack and um, if you have four bowls closest to the jack, uh, closer than the opponent's nearest, then you, you get four points. Is there things like throwing guards and sort of like, yep. like that? Okay. For sure. Hmm. And then, like you said, Dex, you throw one at the back of the house in case that the jack gets pushed back, then you have one back yep. there too. Yeah, general so. rule of thumb was like, I mean, yeah, you, you could put up a guard if you want to, but general rule of thumb is like a, a bowl that's left short is kind of useless besides blocking because the the jack is almost almost never going to come forward right it's never going to come back to you yeah it's always going to push back so you if you're going to leave it you know somewhere that's not right on the jack you're, you generally want to be a little bit long yeah if you're going to leave a guard like you don't want it to be like eight feet short you only want it to be about three feet in front yeah okay because they're going to be able to curl around it so you want to have it as close as you can yep that's crazy. Are well, you? I'm, I'm, can you be accurate enough to, to actually like to hit it? You know, ninety five percent of the time. Like, you mean you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's move the time. jack. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's tough. Like we were talking earlier. I found I found uh, on rainy days it was easier. On mm. um, or like, yeah. you know, if they haven't cut the grass recently, for me it was easier because it makes it slower. So you could be, you could throw it a little bit more aggressively. The the carpet bolts, the carpet I is outrageous. Like you have to put like almost no weight on it, and it'll roll yeah. and roll and roll. So it's so hard to find that like precision for weight. Sorry, you may have said it. I may have tuned it out. How long is the pitch? Uh, I can't oh, remember the exact question. dimensions. Honestly, I, I want to say good job, bud. It's it's quite like, long. It's like eighty feet, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely longer than a lane. <laughs> and do they tell you, like, the certain, you know, lanes or alleys or, or clubs, do they tell Jeez. you what the grass of, uh, that, like, what the, what is measuring today? Like, you know, like a, a stimp meter for, for, for a golf on the oh, green. A stimp like meter would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no not really. Lane. You just have to okay. go out and, and, and throw. Um, and so like you, you, you normally get like a couple of shots there and a couple of shots back. You get a little bit of yeah. warm up normally. In, innovation DB. Let's bring it to the lawn bowling community. Yeah, well, um, I'm sure they thought about it, but they said, no, we don't. But Damn. I mean, some like your national championships, it might be like, they didn't mow the lawn for the last two weeks. It's just, a, yeah. it's like, oh, you're you know, exactly right. You know what so, I mean? Like, yeah. So there isn't a, there isn't a, a finite perfect length for the pitches. That's what I thought too. So it, it is a little bit different from where you go, which makes sense because um, you can you can throw the jack out as far as you want or as short as you want to, and there's a lot of strategy in that too. But um, it goes between 31 meters to 40 meters is the range. So they, Tim, they are. <laughs> yeah. So we were when we were talking earlier, like when I was playing with Lena or Blair. Some, some we were playing in a competitive league with like some decent prize money, and 
so, sometimes the old ladies would get real mad when we were being able to go the full length of that pitch. Yeah, and they, they couldn't get it there. But, <laughs> you made, but th there's big there's big strategy in it. And you try to maintain control of the jack for as long as you can. So if you are the closest, you get to maintain maintain the jack, right? Oh. So, um, so yeah, so you just keep throwing it out long and. Hmm. It's like, unlike curling, you don't always want to have the last shot because you want to be able to put the jack where you want it. Mm -hmm. You want to, like, if they're struggling with a certain length, you want to get it back and throw it short or you want to throw it long. So that they, they can't get close. I think if we open nationals the Monday or the Tuesday, like, we'll take a bus there today. Monday. Well, I'm thinking we take our five-pin universe crew, the four of us, Adam, and if the ladies can come, Right, and we'll come out and we'll beat the PEI team with a. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a challenge against. No, no the problem. PEI. And you know what? We can. We, we can. I'm bring feeling the camera a lot out. of pressure here right now. Yeah, you're the. You're, this is all I've on watched you, you play, Tim, and you are dog shit. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm, and I want to pick the teams. Like the Shepherds can come out. Alan Clark, you know, Valerie can come out. All those guys. I, we can. One nice thing up. about lawn bowling it was three dollar beers, so I think they'll love it. <laughs> so yeah, mo Monday night, I'm calling you guys out. We can set up the live stream. We can have it on Five P Universe, and uh, just just have a little tripod there, and then a uh, little trash talk. Here we go. I, I think it'd be great. I, I, I like whatever. It's we'll I think a it'd be hilarious. fill the bus. Fill the bus. We'll take anybody who's in town early. We're going yeah. to the club. I'm yeah. down. Oh. I think that'd be super fun. Um, we got a really good question here, Amy. Um, so since you prim primarily played on grass, obviously in PEI, and when you mm -hmm. went to Worlds and you had to play indoors in Ireland, how was that transition? As Dexter was saying, oh. carpet is quite a bit more fast. So It was a really hard adjustment because I had never played on carpet before, like not once. So going over there and it being my first time on carpet, I was thankful we had three or four days of practice so we could get used to it. Right, yeah. And did you, were you able to get used to it or was it still, even when you got to the competition, was it still pretty tough to maintain it, that it, speed? It was still like, obviously I adjusted en enough, but I wasn't entirely as good as the other people because they play on carpet all year round. Yeah. So it was a hard thing to walk into and expect to do well against these other people. Yeah. And it's not like it's something you can just set up and practice in your house either right like you don't, you don't have, have a, a 40 meter long house like i know exactly <laughs> exactly it's crazy now, why is that is that internationally they play on a carpet and not on a lawn or grass or uh, they do both they do both but like the world championship like the ones i were at it's like the indoor lawn bowling championship so like even though i qualified on the outdoors we qualified for the indoor world I'm not exactly sure. Well, I guess you can't really play outside Me. in December, but. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Steve's question here. I'm assuming it was mostly speed. Mostly, yeah. And it's way wider. Like, you have to go way farther out. And yeah. it's because, like, where I'm at, it's relatively straight. You only probably have to go, like, six feet from the jack. But, like, out there, you have to go, like, way into the green next to you. Like, it was hard. <laughs> And you know what? That's that's actually something else that we should say too. Is it's really neat because you could be on an entire pitch of green, right? Because you'll have you'll have a, a just a giant square, and they can run either direction, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but every pitch will have a a different like like reading a green in golf, right? It'll have a different yeah. movement pattern, and sometimes there's a ridge and you have to get it up over the ridge and it'll ride that ridge and then fall off the ridge and come down hard. And, yep. Um, it's, it's really, it's really interesting. Everyone is different, even on the same grass, right? It's yep. it's the same thing in curling, right? Each, each sheet has a different characteristic. Right. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's funny because like, I never, I never used to have like really any superstitions with bowling at least with my bowling balls, like I, I never cared about which one I threw first. I never cared about any of that stuff. And I never really cared how I hung on to the bowling ball. But after I started lawn bowling, I had to have my name or whatever engraving I had. I had to have it running up and down. And I had to have it had to have like the name facing the same direction the entire time because of the biases. It just got into my head, and then and then if I would struggle, I would turn the ball around the other way so the bias was on the other side. <laughs> Does, do you have personal bowls? Yeah. You in lawn bowling? Oh, okay. So and are they weighted all differently too? Sort of like a five pin. Different sizes, yeah. Oh, so you yeah. don't use house ball bowls? Oh, you do. Well, you they can. You can. Okay. Yeah, they have them. Yeah. The, the I think they start at what double zero, and they go up to like they have, five they or have six. They triple zero now. Triple what zero? does that mean? Triple zero. So the smaller <laughs> the number, the smaller the ball. The bigger the number, the bigger the ball. Oh, so it's not like a five inch or a three six, three eight, three ten yeah. like that. It's C- kind of yeah. So like I have I have a set of fives and they are almost five inch. So yeah. they have okay. Maybe maybe a little bit more. There's but, a bit of a scale, but it's and then not, they have like a normal weight, and then they have what's called heavy weight as well. Yeah. Huh. And there's a whole bunch of different different ones that you can get. Some of yep. them run like perfectly straight. Well, not perfectly straight, but less bias. And then you'll have ones that have a bigger bias. So you can use different ones on different greens depending on the so style so, you want to play. Yeah. So does that have to be decided before the match? That's well, actually, Yeah, you, you can't yeah. switch halfway through. No. <laughs> yeah. So like when I went away, you had like one designated set of bowls that you would put stickers on. So they knew that those were the ones you were using for the game. How many would you have? Well, some people take a couple sets with them. I only have one personally. Okay. One that I use every time. But what? what and that ca- was another thing. Yeah. What are they? We away, or Drake's Pride. I have Taylor Aces. Okay. <laughs> They're very wide. That was another thing when we went away. A lot of the bullets were using straight bowls. But since I'm playing on grass normally, I've got like wide bias bowls. So it was even harder for me to get out far enough to be close to jack yeah right because you said in the carpet which is the the world that you have to send it way out there yeah thing. I, I feel like i remember watching a video where that guy like the it went viral where the guy was the most amazing shot but that was the thing it went way out totally wide came back in and and like clutch was unreal so we do have a little video that we will share with everybody um we pulled it off youtube here Unfortunately, it's not of Amy. We apologize. We couldn't <laughs> track down that. Uh, but yeah, this the shot is uh, pretty incredible. So we'll just share it really quick with the audience. Uh, let me see here if I can pick the right one. Hopefully, I don't screw it up. Yeah, this guy. This guy. All right. This is crazy. This is on carpet, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is this is what I mean by the mat too. 
So you have to have one foot on the mat. Okay. You have to, and and you can bring that mat up as all the way up to the hog line as well, right, Amy? Yep. So you can move that mat however you want to. So if you're in control of the jack, you can put that mat wherever you'd like as well. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. amazing. And then falls on it. And I love the announcers in this too because they lose their minds. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so good. And Helps uh, they have accents. <laughs> so true. We can start doing 5PL act. We'll, we'll start doing accents for a 5PL Oh, no, don't do it. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. Like, I mean, you see that, that mix of bowls in the middle there. Can you just rip a ball down there and go splatter? You absolutely can. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and does that, that's part of the strategy, but, too, sometimes. But, like, let's just blow yeah. this thing up. But, Daryl, you got to remember they have bias on them, right? So they're laying kind of flat. <laughs> They don't just roll away. They kind of teeter in. They could roll back on you. They can do a bunch of different stuff. And, so. and, and they go like this and just fall flat and you're just screwed. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that happens. You'll be like the closest one and then their bowl will fall over and you're like, oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> And it could happen at any point. You could be walking down there to measure and then boom, it falls over. You're like, oh my God. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm excited for this. Um, something that's neat... Um, with it too, is that when you go into tournaments and stuff, you have to you have to register your bowls, and they have they all have yeah, serial at, numbers at and ones, stuff yeah. on them too. So and at at nationals you do at nationals like we had to take our bowls up, they write down the serial number and like what symbols on it and stuff, and then they give you stickers you have to put on and use to make sure it's the only set of bowls you're using. But yeah. at the world, they didn't they didn't like do that. They didn't get you to come up with your bowls, like. They would just make sure they were every once in a while they would check someone's just to make sure it was Ooh, right. I'll just spot checks. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So how yeah. The mat. I'm just kinda like trying to understand this whole thing. The mat. Mm -hmm. Why do you need to stand on a mat? Just so everybody well, starts at the same everybody spot. Everybody starts from the same spot. Okay. Yeah. So you can like walk ten the feet off and throw it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um how, how many how many people we're at Nash, uh, at uh, at the Worlds this year. Um, I think there was twenty four competitors, something like that. Okay. And were you the only one from Canada? There was a, a male from Canada as well. Okay. Hmm. Any other yep. intriguing questions you got going on here, Tim? Yeah. When <laughs> did, what's the normal season for lawn bowling? Like, is it? I'm guessing it's while the grass is growing, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> but no, with when's, when is nationals? When, tell, tell, tell me more. When does it start? When um, do we need to sign up by? So the normal season would start in June. Like if it's outdoors, like June to however long you can make it stay open. So some of them can stay open until December if there's no snow. Some of them will be closed in early October if there's, like, it doesn't, it really depends. But nationals are normally in August, early September. So fairly short season. Yeah, our our leagues used to start mid May, sometime around there. Start in May, mid May. It's um, uh, opening up May eighth, the Monday. Okay, yeah. Um, Sketchy. It could still snow. Well, you've already booked the dates. This I already looked at dates. Yeah. This I believe was true, Tim. It but is. I, they still do it because I, I thought yeah. they had stopped. Okay, yeah, interesting. So my lawn bowls like are probably a... garbage now. There's a like a stamp on your bowls that'll say like thirty or like 
29, and that would be the year that they would expire. So they're good See? for 10 years. Five-pin bowling. This is how we get a rotation of equipment. We just stamp it, say, sorry, it's only good for six years. You have to buy a new set of bowling balls, right, Tim? Uh, I, I can put that in the specs. Yeah, that could be a discussion. Your, your Olympics got to go. <laughs> nope. Uh, there would be a rule about grandfathering that in. Uh, Adam Starlines or garbage. Yeah, Starlines. We can think of all the famous ones. Oh, that need to get uh, you know this, what? Would be, this would be huge for the sport. This would be a huge yeah, be manufacturer's huge. turnover. Carrie, you and I use some of the oldest bowling balls from anybody. We yeah, use sure. Manhattans and Comanches. Those balls are from the 70s. <laughs> from the 70s. I, I'm still approving this. I think this is a great idea. Absolutely. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure yeah exactly, Steve. Like slow pitch bats. They're only good for so many years. Create a new stamp and you have to replace them all. <laughs> yeah. You can pull that stamp off and add another one on. Tim, I bet, you, I bet you if you get that passed, I bet you Ebco could slide you some money. Back pocket See, years. I think we need to become distributors of bowling balls. <laughs> you know what? I'll, uh... It really sucked for Don Sim because I think he has like a 30-year stockpile of bowling <laughs> yeah. balls. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true though. Hey, yeah, he does. Amy, do you do you know the answer to this? I do not. It's yeah, for I... manufacturers to have a turnover, Steve. Guaranteed, I, it is. I, you know what? I I'm sure you're probably right because honestly, those balls are, you know, harder than what we have for five pin balls, and they're used on soft grass, and they're not ripped through the back of things, and like they're they're. That's a super smart. <laughs> yeah. Business strategy of a sport. And that's five pin bowling missed that mark because ten pin bowling balls do the same thing. They actually break down a little bit, but there is stamps on them, and they do get aged out. Yeah. Ooh, could you just imagine walking around in a WCBT event? Who's going to do that? Let's check the stamps, hey, boys. Manufacturers will pay for that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Once they get a turnover rate and they actually start making good money on this on a sport. They'll pay for stuff like that. Do you know? It was, do you know what's crazy? So you know? apparently, okay. So Here the stamp go. on the lawn bowls is used to show when the bowl was last tested to ensure it meets international standards. Bowls must go through this process every ten, ten years, uh, much like a car requires whatever. Um, the stamp shows who tested it, to which standard it was tested, and the year it requires retesting. So it does yeah. sound like. You can still take an old set, get it retested, and continue to use them. I wonder what they're testing for that causes the expiration, though. Yeah, I don't know what. It just it says international standard, so I, I don't know what those yeah. are. Well, it could be like anything to do with like the bias, because they could change the rules that you're not allowed to use like straight ones anymore. That would be my guess. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. This is this is yeah. This is out of my league. I I, I enjoyed the three dollar beers and uh, I enjoyed Dexter watching Dexter and Blair that one time. But otherwise, I didn't have much much to do with lawn bowling. But I I think it's it's quite something to actually learn about the sport and see how how far you can go and how you can relate it to our sports, right? And mm -hmm. it's sort of a little, little bit neat like that. And and I can't wait until we beat you guys in. <laughs> in may there so um we'll see. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you never know so well I, I do also the um the one other topic we did want to talk about it was you were nominated for female athlete of the year for pi 
Am I correct? I was, yeah. So there's only three other three other people, right? There were, it, it was, was a, me and two others. So there was three altogether. Yeah, right. And I think one was like a weightlifter, I believe, and then one was a wrestler, and wrestler. one was a rugby player. Okay. So, almost got it, Tim. You were almost there. Tim, <laughs> a weightlifter and a wrestler are not the same thing. I don't know if you've heard all, this. All they I know start is with I, W's. I, and and I I just remember seeing the picture shared. I think it was with I forget who it was JB or it was on something. And and all I remember was that it's like, man, that girl has arms. Like that's why I started on the weightlifter, right? So <laughs> the, the other ones didn't have arms. <laughs> no, man. Good for like, you, like, Amy. You've like, done well. Yeah. <laughs> you, you take you take two of my arms. That was her arms. It was it was very uh, yeah. It was very tough. But anyways, um, so that's quite the accomplishment, don't you believe? Like I, I've never heard us knowing somebody been nominated for something like that. It was pretty cool. I actually, my mom nominated me without telling me. So one day she came into the living room. She's like, "Oh my god, you're a finalist for Athlete of the Year." I was like, "Well, who did that?" <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> That's awesome. That's pre- so that is really neat. So what kind of process do you guys go to like uh, do you guys go to like an award show? Do you guys how is that how does that work? Yeah, there was like a little thing where there was about fifteen different awards they were giving out. Like there's like a junior athlete of the year, there's masters athlete of the year. So it was a bunch of different awards held in like a lecture hall type of deal okay yeah hmm it's quite the experience okay. though it was pretty cool yeah so did you win no <laughs> <laughs> imagine winning for lawn bowling over rugby <laughs> it could happen. if you would have won the world then maybe you would have won yes but that's what happened. World champion <laughs> from PEI. The, do you, do you yeah. think the poster would say nominated for athlete of the year if she had won, Tim? If she actually won. It would have said no, PEI no, I, I, athlete of the year. Yeah. Well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know what happened, and then I thought maybe she <laughs> might – nobody shared anything, but I didn't want to be like, hey – by the way, I know you didn't win, but who won? Like that's not the way you say things, right? So, uh, I wanted her I to mean, let her. Oh wow! Well, I, I I want I wanted her to tell her story. That's what's a good jur- good journalist to do, right? So I just uh, just just want to help you guys out, right? So you're doing good. <laughs> Do you know what? In two weeks from now, the ladies are going to be like, look at this. We're way more professional than those goofs, right? Well, we already but... knew that. <laughs> we, we produce mediocre content. They produce something slightly higher than us. <laughs> Jokes on them, though. We got her on first. <laughs> A nominated athlete of the year. That's right. Yeah, Take that. Right. Yeah, well, that is that is really neat. That's uh, there, that's quite an accomplishment. Is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow, <laughs> I love you too. Yeah, I I really do. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> he was doing research into Danishes, Cindy. That's what he was doing. Yeah. So, are you gonna keep playing, Amy, for Worlds? Like, do you? You've still got a couple yeah. years left of being in juniors. Yeah. Um, and then once you move into the adults, how does that look? I mean, this is a this is a thing you're going to do. We're going to go down in history of seeing you at Worlds in 20 years or what? There's not really a world for 
Seattle. Like, there's a squad you can get on where you could get selected to go to, like, Commonwealth Games or, like, a tournament in Australia. But there's no, like, you don't win nationals and then go to a world. But with juniors, for the under-25, you do. Are they part of the Pan Am Games? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, and Tim's asking Commonwealth Games, too. What's the... I, huh. if, if, if I were you, if there's any way I could go to Australia for this, I'm 100% on board. I think that would be really good. We were talking about this beforehand, too, but it's it's massive in Australia. Like, it, it's it's absolutely insane. They, they have a, a, um, a club uh, for lawn bowling there that holds, like, 10,000 members, but it is specifically designed for filming. It is designed for massive tournaments and live streaming it or on television um it is designed specifically for that and it has ten thousand members just of that one alone it's crazy it is absolutely huge outside of canada um we're just missing the boat so it must be a commonwealth sport obviously because like you're saying australia like that video we just watched was of an english duo playing Mm -hmm. in scotland like seems very Follow the Britain rule ish. It's very UK oriented, yeah, yeah. and Australia is as well. Does it kind of follow the same as maybe like cricket too? You kind of see that in a lot of those places. So you're, you're saying we could go to India? Hey, we can, if we can go watch an IPL game, I'm in. <laughs> For sure, I'm all I'm all it, about it. Let's get some cricket in. Absolutely. You know there what? was a it, competitor uh, I played against that was from Israel, so it's not just. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, fair enough then. <laughs> Not just, just UK, but mostly uh, UK. You, you Tim, just let us go in a straight line. We could just take it that whole way. <laughs> I think Tim Hooper knows a lot about lawn bowling. He knows, he knows everything about everything. I just <laughs> I follow his things on Facebook. He knows a lot. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know what? Uh, we'll see how good our, our squad's going to be and... Maybe we have an opportunity. You're really pushing this match. This <laughs> yeah, means I, I have to take a whole week off for nationals, dude, even though t- I'm not playing. Off, probably. Yeah. No, I, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so what was that? There's a good attitude. There's a good attitude going into provincials, um, or into zones. Yeah, we're um, just in zones here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I gave my lawn bowls to John Moans. I don't know if he remembers because that was the night that he fell into my shower and ripped everything down. But um, <laughs> uh, I'll have to try to get those back. Maybe I'll steal those in Regina and then give them back to him. He better make open nationals, so give them back to him then. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure well, out how many players you need. We'll, we'll play. We'll play four players. We'll play four players. But so we might have seven podcast people. We'll play. Well, two four-player teams. Two four-player squads. We, we don't. So we don't know. It, like we're we'll creating see a Ryder comes. Cup format. It'll be a Ryder yeah. Cup format. You need eight people. Okay. Well, we have to figure out another one. P, we, yeah. Well, we gotta make. We gotta make sure Tracy comes too, right? I mean, that's see if she's if she's available. So I'm sure she is. I mean, I so. all right, guys. Monday night practices. <laughs> Carrie, what what yeah. day do you play ball? Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Monday night practices. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That is not the truth, eh? Like, thanks, thanks, Steve. We're just about to get into the 5 p.m. Dream Crushers weekend. Good segue, Barker. Like, yeah, yeah. So this is the point in the podcast that we'll we'll move on from Amy's story. She can stay on and banter with us if she would like. We know she's out on the coast, so it's a little bit late for you. Um, but thank you very much, Amy, for being on. And uh, if you want to stick around and listen to these idiots for another 20 minutes, you're more than welcome. I might stay for a little. It's pretty entertaining. (laughs) Let's talk 5PL then. What about PEI? Okay, Amy, if you're putting together a pro league team in the PEI, who's on your team? You got eight player team and you got a, it's a, obviously you have to have at least one female. Um, I would hope you put yourself on. (laughs) Yeah, and one male. Most have to have, most are usually having two and a coach. Yeah. Right? You know the format. All the pressure here. That's a hard thing to come up with. What if I offend well, someone? You know what? Oh, that, that's that's what, what this is about. Yeah. That's not our problem. That's, that, that, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a you problem. Yeah. John Walsh. John uh, Walsh is on the yeah, team. John, John Walsh, Walsh is yes. Garrett, John yeah. Walsh, yes. You, can't, you, you, have, you have a brother you ha- and you have a mother and you have a father that plays. So are you going to okay. keep your dad off or are you going to keep your brother off? Or are you you my brother off? is not coming. Oh, okay. My brother... He's off the island. Not my brother. Like, if you if you say the wrong thing, are you gonna get booted out of your house? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> is, mom, is mom gonna play or is mom gonna coach? Uh, she can be a coach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've gotten rid of your brother and your mother. Yeah. Yeah. So you're dad's favorite. Okay. Yeah. Is dad? In? She's, she's watching this right now, texting me. <laughs> okay, PEI people, who's on the pro league team from there? Yeah. Um, Albert. Albert's got to be. Yeah, Albert's got to be on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe James. <laughs> oh, I mean, I feel like you've got you've got the you got the Doodle Brothers up in in GP the Holy Rollers. You got the Thompson boy, right? The Tompkins and Thompsons. They, they could yeah, be the a good shepherds. rivalry versus the mm-hmm. hey these boys. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we don't have to put you on the spot anymore, Amy. That's perfectly oh, fine. Oh, I got it. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 would, what would be your team name? Do you have oh, any, any potatoes? Potatoes? <laughs> Pi potatoes? Red. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Red. Red dirt. <laughs> the red dirt rollers. <laughs> that's, that's not bad. That's not Just bad. Off, came off the top of your head. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. 5PL. Um. Dream Crushers played first. You guys had a 14-12 your first game back at it. Hadn't played for a long time, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Had all eight players there. First game out. You know, did a you know 14-12 huge game. Yeah, some, a six-two over Heartland. Six and yeah. a half, one and a half. Oh yeah, six and a half, one and a half. That's right, That's right. Jen Baker. The Adam tied, right? Baker yeah. banged out uh, five, last five strikes. Yeah, three fifteen to three fifteen. Three twenty-five. Oh, three twenty-five. Yeah. Jeez, guys. Huge. Yeah. Jeez, guys. Yeah, and it was good. It was. It was good. It was a. It was a good team win. Um, obviously, you know, being Heartland is always a, a favorite of ours, and. Robert never texts me after. I don't know why, but they played really well too, guys. Like they they shot thirteen fifteen. Remember, um, so good game from themselves. Two seventy eight, three twenty five. They had a couple of good ones, but obviously just not enough to catch you guys. 
Yeah. Second game on that side was Dream Crushers versus Revengers. Revengers. And Revengers. The Revengers got their revenge on us. They did. And Revengers came and they 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 held on and won there. <laughs> like this. Let's talk about the second game. Yeah. <laughs> Bill. Yeah. Bill, we're just gonna move on. Actually. Do you uh, know what? You know, I, I I think it was I think it was good for us to lose. I mean, um, when everybody puts us up on the, such a high pedestal like that, it's. It's nice to have, so you know, a little bit of. Oh, can you just shut up? Just shut up. Seriously, just shut up. But but realistically, I do have to say, uh, on Sunday night there was a, a very immature bomber yelling at me on the mic. Oh shit! And oh, Tim, <laughs> I had to tell you, I had to tell you to stop chirping them. Yeah. I had to tell you to stop chirping them during yeah. their match. So stop it. Yeah. Um, second match did not go as smoothly as the first one. We were dog shit for the first four frames yeah terrible we were terrible for the first four you frames. unveiled the new jerseys for the or no you oh. switched back you unveiled the new yeah we went back to the retros that was the yeah. mistake yeah, i think I it's gonna what, be a, I don't know a black jersey process. whoever decided that, that home and away daryl was oh. the idea um, but yeah we're, we're just gonna go blackout from now on gotcha yeah. but you guys only had a 12 12 12 right and yeah. Avengers had we, 12 17 so we fought like back a, a long ways to get that because we were at like yeah. 404 yeah. So we got eight hundred for the last six, which is which is pretty solid. But uh, it it was a grind. Um, and again, you know what? I even though Tim was just making a uh, a smart ass comment about like us losing, I don't. It's good. I, I don't think it's a horrible thing that we lost. It, we came back. It came down to the last ball. Weber. Weber. Well, it did, it doesn't come down to Weber. It wasn't Weber's fault. Weber throws a double, the two absolute bombs at ten. Yeah. Um, he needs a chop to tie. Needs thirteen chop, yeah. to win. Um, and, um, and, and ended up punching and, and honestly, that shot was really, really close to being a chop or something like that. So <laughs> it wasn't a bad shot at all. Um, stumbled a little bit down the line, but we brought it a long ways back, but I think we learned some valuable lessons as a team, um, yeah. valuable lessons and some strategies. So I think you, ultimately... you don't, you don't sub a central player for a central player. We learned that. Yeah, Victor and Gary. Can yeah, double the Victor Gary you know, combination yeah, did not yeah. pan out. Yeah, that, I, I, we we we're have, requesting we have... a rule change for next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, we I, needed I, another pull in there. That's what we were thinking. I, I I will I will say it's it's like the format's a lot different in in, in the open, and and I know our team is like there's other teams that have a lot of travel, but we have three guys that travel over an hour to get to us, right? Yeah. Or about an hour at least to get to us, right? So, um. In in a perfect that's a, world, that's not our problem, Tim. That's no, no, let me, let me, let me, <laughs> see. Tim's not, making excuses here. Problem, no, Tim. no, no, I'm not making excuses. <laughs> what I'm saying is, so when we when we the second game after shooting 1400, nine times out of ten, if you're playing any other format, you don't change the lineup, right? And and for us, we we felt we needed to. I don't know why you put not, me in. Not needed but, to, but, but probably should. Right, but you know, but realistically, we want to get everybody who who plays everywhere comes in and plays this event a shot to play, and it has nothing to do with anything. It just was normally when you shoot fourteen hundred, you probably will stick with the same team, right, and same lineup. So it's a unique, different way of looking at things. Um, maybe that's something we change in the future. Whether I'm on the bench and stay on the bench, you know, like Steve said, hey, it's not a problem. Like uh, it's just a little bit different and. Tracy knows about a good shirt change because, you know, since Paradise Marvel to Carnage, it hasn't really worked out for them, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice Tracy, 
Did it feel Curry good to play a whole game, though, Tim? Great. I know it was getting close there, but did it feel good? No, nah, let's not worry about him anymore. I wonder if it felt good to finish a whole game. <laughs> it did, it did, it did. I was actually... Um, four frames in, four frames in, he I was, was like... panicking? Actually, one frame in, um, two frames when I missed that spare, uh, third frame when I punched. I was pretty much anxiety the whole time. And then, then I hung in the corner, I was like, as sure as hell... <laughs> Don't miss this. I did it through a strike, through a strike in in six, and I was okay. I yeah, was okay. Dexter, that. Dexter's averaging three or two ninety two through thirty frames. Mm-hmm. What am I averaging? Why do you say that? Like you're shocked? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. I'm just Dexter. Point. Dexter's <laughs> averaging two ninety two. Sorry, I didn't mean like that. He, he looked at your average last season, Dexter, yeah. and that's why he yeah. doesn't talk yeah. about mine because it's not much. But 267 through 20 frames. What's Carries 234 through 20 frames. He's I'm up. He's up. I'm way up. He's up. I'm, way up. He's I'm up a point and a half, actually. Yeah. I'm huge right now. Yeah. Um, Weber is two, 283. Right? Yeah. There's, I've got all those finished. What, and Darryl, all what's yours? I'm 251. Oh. I had a shitty last game. I was 260, and then I got pulled the last game. So we ended up playing the third game. We can move on to that. Bombers played uh, sorry, Okanagan Eclipse in the third game. And boy, did the Bombers uh, squeak out one at the end. Our ladies clutched up in the 10th frame. Both Annette and Heidi banged Huge. out in 10. It wasn't looking good for us for a bit, and a little bit of panic setting in. But You guys um, were dead tied going into 10. Yeah. Um, they had more marks. They had four marks. You guys had a strike and a double. Um, the double being Aaron. Yeah. Right? And then Aaron goes Miss. Was it five was it five 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 or was it five dash? I think, I think it was it, five no, it was five dash five. Five dash five on on the situation where you guys needed him to he needed he needed to throw marks. And then uh, so then it, it came down to well, you guys did good in second spot, and it was a net in three or four? No, first spot we won. Uh, so Aaron came in for me and started the eighth frame, threw a strike in eight, threw a strike in nine. Yeah. But that was enough to kind of get his match by about right. 20. I was super close to my match, but just wasn't playing good. Yeah. And then... and then I uh, just mean in the in the 10th, yeah. was a net third or fourth? She was third. And she, she had a strike. Third. She had a strike going into 10. She was um, the only other mark. And she and then, wasn't going to win her match, but she banged out for the 90 count to get to 280, which was massive for total. Yes. Yeah. And then Heidi did the same thing. And actually, Heidi needed 32 count in 10 to win her point um, because the other player, I want to say Trevor, maybe, Rechbalski, or somebody had finished the frame. So Heidi knew before going into the frame. And her first one in 10... It just mm. barely pushed over the corner. There was a yeah. monkey in the back for us that pushed it over <laughs> and got the first one. Second one was a bomb. And then, of course, she just needed to do since she got the third strike to win her match and get another 45 count for total. So I think Johnny, by the time, because, again, Mike Elder had finished, Johnny only needed like 10 or 15 in the last frame. And he went and I think he got a 30 count in 10, too. So we snuck it out with a 12 were, were you Were you panicking a little bit? Because I do believe Johnny went 5-5 gash five in frame 9, did he not? Uh, he or could have. You eight? know what he did? Yeah. yeah. I did that in frame 3 on a double. Started off the game with two bombs. We're perfect. And then my third shot, all of a sudden, it walked five boards to the left and came back with this big sweeping sort of thing. I was like, what the hell was that? And then it just turned into mush. <laughs> 
the next five frames, and then yeah. uh, so it was like it was a good time to so, pull out. But it was it was weird because our game, like Casey was sub coach for Lynn Howell was not available, so Casey was coach. So it was like, you know, are you gonna pull early? You gonna what are you gonna do? And it turned out that it was a great time, but I mean, it could have been disastrous because there was four of us that could have been pulled, and it was just sort of waited and saw this match and saw this match, but then just pulled at the right time, and we end up getting the six two win. And boy, let let me tell you, that was that was a relief, and, and team felt good after winning that. So, um, well, I mean, Annette was clutch. I mean, Johnny, yeah. everybody, you guys are all clutch at certain yeah. points. Johnny thought, um, Johnny was two ninety nine for the game, so we knew yeah. he was having a good game. Um, so, yeah. You know, but how good is Heidi? I just there's somebody I watch yeah. that's so solid at the lines. Everybody plays. She plays it no matter what. Always the close to the middle. Um, she's so solid. I. Um, yeah, Heidi's I know. I two two sixty seven yeah. in league so far. 68 frames out of 70 frames and she's already won six out of seven points yeah she's awesome. so good that's i just unreal, love watching right? her play yeah she's uh, so good that way. johnny's only played three, 30 games three for three games 278 average and a three points i'm so, 51 frames but i've got four points um, um you know aaron aren't he's won five points yeah you, you know, like farmers have played well yeah we're averaging 263 as a as a team you know. So, and then on the other side, um, last game, sorry, the last game they had uh, uh, Revengers lost, right, to Okanagan. If I Revengers and Okanagan played the last game, correct. So, so Bill, how about them apples, right? Yeah, so. right. And so Revengers lost that one. They could have had a bid weekend, and I think yeah. they were gunning for it, right, guys, because they got some good players in that team. Um, oh, very they obviously want to, to get up into the mix and get into the conversation, but stumbled the last game. They still haven't played a ton of games. Um, so they got a little bit of a little bit of work to do. Like they've only played six games, right? Johnny yeah. Moans is two seventy eight average with four points. Yeah, it was really good. He played well. Um, and on the other side, Lumberjacks played Sleeping Giants the first game. Yeah, uh, they did a nice moment of silence for Sylvain Bercier's uh, mom who had passed away. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad they did that. That was that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Um, our thoughts obviously go out to Sly. It's a it's a tough loss. So, and so Lumberjacks played Sleeping Giants first game, and um, the Sleeping Giants won six to two. Eleven sixty four is what um, Lumberjacks had. Sleeping Giants had thirteen twenty. So that one, that's Taylor Michelle, and he Taylor's playing real well. He's got a two eighty average right now, guys, with six points out of eight games. Big number for 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 Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Wes Swalick, he's only played a couple of games, four four and forty five frames, two seventy average. But yeah, no, they had a thirteen twenty that last one. John Wilcott had a three hundred three, and Taylor Michelle had a two ninety eight, and Sam Sitar had a two seventy seven. Second game was then Lumberjacks versus Toppler Roses. Ro- Roses had a really good weekend. Yeah. So Lumberjacks lost that game as well. Lumberjacks only had an 11.85. So a bit of a tougher weekend for Lumberjacks. They're kind of running out of time here. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about how big of an unreal team they were, but really, really, it's getting late. There's seven games played. They're going to have to definitely, you know, go have a couple of 7-1s, two or three 7-1s in there and... Yeah. To try to work their way the back. The scary part is they only have to, four to get four back to four hundred to five hundred. Yeah. Four matches, right? And then they're saying a four hundred one percentage, right? That's yeah, not that's, good. That's, that's tough. So, uh, so they played the roses. Sorry, let me go there. 
Yeah, go ahead and finish up the week there, Daryl, and then we'll kind of discuss where the standings are at and what we think the projections will be. Sure. So Roses, they were in the second game there. They had a 13.05 playing against the Lumberjacks with an 11.85. 13.05. Um, we had Rich Weber with a 3.05 in there. They changed the lineup in that, that weekend there. So Parker played a little bit of uh, anchor spot, and Kevin Holdsworth played fifth spot. Um, and Kevin, in the second game they played, had, had a... So Holdsworth played four, Parker played five. Uh, Holdsworth had a 380 in his uh, last game against um, the Sleeping Giants. They all had monsters. That was a 1490 for the Roses. But... Um, Huge. Yeah, so they so Roses went six points, eight points. So they beat uh, Sleeping Giants 8-0. Um, they've got... Kevin Holdsworth is 55 frames played, 305 average. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Parker's 49 frames, only 239, um, but we know Parker can play when he when he's ready in big shots. Last Jen- season MVP, right? Yeah. Jennifer Smith, just uh, tidy around in there, 261, 265 for the weekend. Um, got, she has herself at the 288 average, playing 37 frames. Um, Daryl Wood, too, guys, he's got a 40 frames, and he's played 200, uh, sorry, got 289 average. Uh, and he's won four points. So the roses are coming, coming hard. They're they're going to be in there for sure. Absolutely. It was a good weekend for the T, for the five PL. Um, you know, yeah. no complaints here. I mean, all the all the streams and everything was looking good, and commentators did a great job. And it's just uh, yeah, it's exciting <coughs> to be second half. Now we have some stats we can start to look at, right? Are you yeah. bored over there, Amy? <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a very polite yes. <laughs> do you watch Do you watch the pro league at all? No, not normally. I have a couple of times. Okay, so mostly dream there... crushers. Yeah, probably. Um... Sure, whatever makes you feel good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the dream crushers need, actually. Pretty much it. <laughs> who Who would be your team you cheer for? Whatever team Christmas. you're on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you got another fan, Tim. Wait a <laughs> Line him up. Yeah. <laughs> Send her a hat. Yeah. Yeah, she can wear it when we lumble. That's right. That's so right. We're, 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 we're through week 10. Um, there's an 18-week season. So you've obviously, you can see here, based on the standings, you got home hardware and the number of games that people have played. We'll start to, we, we, we have this weekend off because in Alberta we have uh, obviously the tr- open trials and there's club tour and there's just a lot going on this weekend. But then there's three consecutive weekends of games to happen. So that'll be obviously week 11, 12, 13, thanks for the math. But by the time that those three weeks, like we're going to see some really clear sort of stuff because, you know, more teams start playing, the numbers start getting, you're into the sevens and eights. Uh, matches played, like things start to take shape a little bit. Now it's more a bit jostling for position, and maybe that last spot in, into into the house. Yeah. Holy Rollers, looking at this one here. I'm looking at them guys. With them, they've only played four matches, and have a 688 win percentage at 22 points. Like they're the team now in my mind that's going to likely try to get in instead of the Lumberjacks. So who? My question is, I mean, look at, let me pull it up on my on my page here, but I'm interested to see who they're playing against, because that that could possibly change my my tune. Uh, Holy 
Rollers. Holy Rollers, Next Gen, St. James. Yeah, there's still some strong teams feel so, like there's, that have so teams ho- to play. Ho- Holy Rollers still have to play Next Gen, and they have to play Toppler Roses, and they have to play Lumberjacks, and they got to play St. James, <laughs> and they got to play Motor City. Uh, they, they have a pretty, pretty heavy schedule. Um, you know. And average pros. I mean, that's a win, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, they're, they're, they got a lot. Yeah. Maniacs a lot have only of heavy... played three games. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I was gonna say the Minto Maniacs. I think they're they're your sleeping team, right? Because you really don't know yet. Yeah, and they're I... a solid team, guys. Like Sean, Lonnie Akers, you know. It, it, if, if, if I'm looking, if I'm looking at four teams, I think for me in my head that are, are going to be good, it'd be Rock and Rollers, Motor City Mayhem, Toppler Roses, and Next Gen. The five spot I think comes down to Holy Rollers, St. James, and Minto. I think I think, and they're all those those seven teams I named are all very good. Right? So Holy so, Rollers, St. James, and Minto are fighting for fifth spot, is what you're saying. I think so. Or, or unless you see Next Gen can not play so well. I mean, it is possible. They, they're they only 550, and they have only five games left. Only I'd like to say that those four teams would play yeah. for the two spots. Yeah, honestly, the Next Gen's too good. They're they're just so good. You mean, looking at Next Gen, you got Bradley Tickat, guys, that's averaging 310. They've only played... They've played five games. Bradley Tickat has played 50 frames. He's won all five games, and he's averaging 309. Tyler Tickat has played 45 frames. He's won three, three matches, and he's averaging 285. But remember, he had a 159 in there for okay. like eight frames, right? So yeah. I want to ask this. You take away Tyler, and you take away Bradley. What's the rest of the team averaging right now? What difference does it make? Well, you take away that's not, that's not the point. That's why Weber it's... and Dexter. What's what's the the Dream Crushers? That, that's that's it's a team, Tim. It's a team. I know, but that's a I'm really just, dumb question. It's not a dumb question. It's a terrible I, question. I'm, I'm I'm just saying, Evan. Ha- I'm well, just playing. Well, I'm playing Evan's devil's advocate. Played, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, Tim. I hear what you're saying. You, Evan's only played 13 frames, guys. So yes. he's only got 200 average. Evan's not playing a lot of bowling, right? And we no. know his ball season's starting to pick up. So, sure, there's 100%, 100% there's a question mark there. Rylan, you know, 17 frames, he's only averaging 190. But Rylan, we know, can run off he's of 400, back-to-back 400, yes. two games in the same day, and he's, he's there. You know, Jenna Lamaru, she's a national champion. Sure, she's only averaging 222 here in league, but, you know, not great. Um, Julia Robko, she's averaging 247. With 30 yeah. frames, so it's still a solid average. I think yeah. if you look at that, Tim, you look at that, you're going to see it's it's far more likely that you're going to see Brad and Tyler maintain those averages than it than you're going to than it's going to be for Evan and Ryland to maintain theirs. For sure, right? but I I don't mind having that a little bit of a dialogue where people get a little pissy, and that's perfect because oh I question them too. I question them with you, Tim, and that's why I'd like to like you comment about the three of them. Them, them being automatically in. I question. There's four teams for two spots. I agree with you. Rock and Rollers, Mayhem, and Roses will be in. The other two spots are going to be up. And Sleeping Giants aren't done yet. They still got three matches. They can put up 15 points. And Taylor, you know damn well he wants to be in the mix of talking. Did and you, did you Ke- just say Rollers are in, DB? No. Oh. 
No, I was like, they only played four games. That's nothing, right? Rock and Rollers, Sleeping Giants. Sorry, Rock and Rollers, The Mayhem, and Top of the Roses, in my opinion, are in. Yeah, I I just hate this. I, I agree. I think The Mayhem are in, but they're five games in. They're not even halfway through their season yet. Yeah, they're not auto in, but they're yeah. that, those. Are the, I'm I'm looking at them to be in, and they play right. two games the next t- next week, February fifth. So the rock, uh, the mayhem. So they'll be up to seven. So they play, sleeping giants, and I want to say maybe Minto guys. I don't know Who if does? the schedule is in front of me, but that could I have be it. it. What is it? Which one is it? Who February fifth. February fifth. Mayhem will be playing, uh, T Bay. Yeah, so Sleeping and, Giants. And Mentos, yeah. And so that's a huge Mentos. game there. A couple of huge ones. So that's T-Bay, you know, they're eight games in. So they, they need they need some points there. So Yeah, so T-Bay yeah. has, has a tough match in Motor City, right? And then you're looking at team number four on our schedule here. Uh, then, and then they play the last week. So they're going to – they play Minto and they play Next Gen. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. You know, look at the Jags, like Al saying, you know, Mighty Plex, they've only played four games. I mean, they're only 12 and a half points and a little bit low percentage, but they've only played four games. So yeah, anything exactly. can happen. If they go run off a couple of them, then maybe we're talking about them. I mean, they've certainly struggled and got a long ways to go here, guys, but, you know. I, I just, are we just, are we just kind of, we're just calling them the Jags now? Yeah, <laughs> it's official. You know, the snowman. The snowman there in Winnipeg, they're doing a great job of promoting the sport there in Winnipeg, and they've got this challenge coming up this weekend. So they're they're rallying the troops around that team and that, that community that the snowman got something to prove there. So I think can, snowmen are good. Yeah. Can we get – um? can we do some, like, you know, like NFL teams or, you know, NHL teams, they have sometimes have, like, alternative logos – we were we were chatting with uh, Kelsey and I were talking about this actually. Good call. A, a great alternative logo for for you know the the clocks might might be just the jag. a jag. Jesus, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, Greece. I would love I would love to see Al get jag jerseys. Oh my god, I would buy one. <laughs> Uh, switching over to the Cargill division, Bombers have moved into first. Yeah, yeah. Officially game. on the points, yeah. obviously they've they've been sitting really well in percentage wise. Um, Dream Crusher still hold first in uh, percentage wise, but uh, it's slightly lower than it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's there's, right, there's still some interesting races. Th- here this in is a lot tighter than the. Well, but yeah, we still are missing at... Dakota and Misfits putting in some time, right? Yeah, they're only yeah. two games in, guys. So everybody else is yeah. four. I mean, Dream Crushers are four, but we all expect Dream Crushers to be up there at the top. So, but I'm looking at those teams that have only played two games and to really see what's going to happen with them in the next few weeks. Once they get up to four games, five, six games into there, we can start to, you know, obviously they've got a lot of catching up to do, but. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a lot tighter, I tell you. There's a lot more above Heartland, 500. Heartland losing that game to you to, to Dream Crushers there, you know, puts a little pressure onto them. Obviously, they're, th- you know, 34 and a half through eight games, though, but they are now ahead of Pinslayers. So that could be those two guys could be the ones fighting in for that last spot. Yeah. What, what do you feel about the Revengers there, Daryl? Uh, they got some work. We, 
Yeah, they got some work to do. They've only played six games, so sure they've got five. But if they're going to get twenty-five points, you know that's five per. That's over five hundred average. That gets to forty-eight points. That's going to be right in the mix for fifth place. Yeah, they got they got some work to do. The cra- the crazy thing is that you look at the the teams, and for example, you look at Venom. Venom only has a uh, a thirty three winning percentage, but if you look at their team, they have they're a, they're a solid team if they get rolling, right? So yeah, um, you can't you can't sleep on anybody out there. It's neat looking at this. Like honestly, the only the only team to me that feels like a lock right now for playoffs is you guys are the Bombers right now. Is Bombers? Yeah, just because yeah. we played seven games and we're thirty eight and a half and we're yeah, yeah but yeah. we still play. You know, we play Carnage yet, I think. I gotta I gotta look at this day. You know, yeah. we definitely play Dream Crushers, we definitely play Misfits, and we play Dynamite. Uh, yeah. and I think that's it. So then we must play Carnage too. We play Carnage. You can play us and Carnage and us. So we play possibly. Carnage, Dream Crushers, Misfits, Dynamite. Mm-hmm. You know. The misfits and dynamite are the ones we're looking at to see how they're going to make up and they're going to do. So you know, we go we go over. We could be the ones fighting. Yeah, there's nothing nothing locked. Certainly, certainly like our position, just like you guys would like your position. But mm-hmm. this this division is definitely. I mean, there's a couple probably not looking so hot. Mad Hatters, Venom. You know, not so much. Um, if you want to talk about the two surprises of the league. Like I, I hate calling them everybody out, but like Lumberjacks and and the Venom. Yeah, those are those are the surprises, right, Amy? You look yep. just as surprised as I am. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Cowan asked the question about who do you guys have as your halfway point player of the year? Tough to say, just simply because of the number of games played, but. Because you, you I, sorry, you know, no offense to the misfits. I'm not picking somebody off of them because they've only played two games. But you know, yeah. if you want me to put, uh, you know, I probably know a little bit more of all the stats here. Um, I'm looking at you know Bradley Titgat, 309. Honestly, I'm looking at Connie Ward, guys. Connie Ward is averaging 297 through 40 frames. You know, looking at Ian McLean averaging 326. Um, you know, through 29 frames. Looking at Nathan Cooper averaging 294, right? Mayhem's got monsters in there. Um, Shane Chafe, guys, he's got 270 average, you know, through 76 frames and and five points, right? Rob Shannis is a 363. He's only played one game, you know what I mean? Like, um, goat, goat. Yeah. We'll play an event. <laughs> yeah. Dynamite. Um, you know, yeah, you got you got him there. Snowman. Who's the high guy in the snowman? So, I, I mean, there's not really a clear-cut MVP. Snowman doesn't really have anybody. I think know, we have to wait to, like, how many weeks is there total? 18, totally. DB? Totally, yeah. I think we, like, wait to, like, week 15. Yeah. And then we yeah. start making there's our projections. Front, there's some front runners and some some people are getting closer to be on the ballot, but there's no... Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think help. March, the first week of March, you can definitely tell. Three more weeks after that, it gives you a lot more time. People have played more games in there. You know, Carnage, Mike LeCousier, he's the high guy with the 263. Yeah. I, you know, Tom, Tom, kids, I, I, I love your YouTube handle. 
265 for Jordan shoots. Tommy Tompkins, <laughs> five pin pro. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Tommy Tompkins, there you go. So yeah, it's it's. I mean, there's like there's a few names for you, but by no means is there is there looking to place a vote down right now of who those guys yeah. are. Sean Tompkins, he's he's the one. Sean Tompkins, uh, three forty two. He's played twenty three frames and shot a two ninety two and a four twenty five guys. Yeah. Right, and he came in and finished three frames and before with a seventy count. So, I mean, that's that's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, sorry, a couple more for you while I'm just working my way across the coast here. My apologies. Yeah. Uh, Cora Lee, um, she's got something going with, uh, she's 281 with the knockouts. You know, that's that's pretty solid. 281, played four games, won all four points. Made a massive difference when she's in the lineup there. Yeah. Richie Bouillot, he's got 274 through 60 frames. Sasha Latondra, he's thrown a couple of 300s, 264. He's got something going too. He's playing well. Um, last couple through the Eclipse. Not much. 265 for Mike Elder. Uh, Venom, you're 283 for Nick Utley. He's only played two games though. Um, 288 for Marco, it looks like, through 27 frames. But we also remember what Marco did there in the 10th frame. <laughs> Oh jeez! Then the pin slayers. We've got uh, Morgan Thiedem. She's played sixty frames, four and a half points for a two ninety six average. Yeah, huge. Sean Eby. He's played sixty frames, two sixty three average, almost always playing an anchor spot. So, anyways, I digress. There's a whole bunch of whole bunch of names out there for you that have having some pretty good seasons so far. Perfect. Um. Yeah, I think that's a good way to kind of wrap this up. I know there's no Pro League this weekend. Um, Open qualifying club tour out in Ontario. We wish you guys all well and good play. Um, Look forward to seeing all the stats and good luck to you. You three, you guys are all playing the Open this weekend. Good luck in Edmonton qualifying. Good luck to you too, Kerry. All the luck on my side. Um, Amy, do you have any events coming up here shortly in the next little bit? There's not a lot of tournaments going on here. <laughs> so there's okay. one in New Brunswick in April, but that's about it. Great. Well, good luck in league, I guess, then. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you thought about, like, going over to NBT and trying out NBT? Yeah. Just expensive. <laughs> what, yes. what is the flight look like? Is it, I mean, it's... No, there's there's a bridge, isn't there? To where? <laughs> no? Is it a ferry? It? No, no. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay, right, right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, there's no bridge from PEI sense. to Newfoundland? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Dexter. I was just, I was repeating what Dexter said. I just, I I'm glad he did his wow. research, right? I'm glad he did his research. Dexter, that can't be an actual question you just asked. Oh, you never know. <laughs> Canadian yeah. geography is not your strong suit. Not at all. <laughs> okay, Lenny. Lenny heard that. Mark that shit down. Dexter screwed up. <laughs> did dumb, what a dumb dumb. Yeah. You win some, you lose some. I love that. This is gonna be a snippet for sure. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Uh, but you can take you can take a ferry to PEI, correct? Yes. There you go. To yeah. PEI. 
from, from PI to Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. Uh, so Newfoundland. she can take a ferry from PI to Newfoundland, Tim. She Correct, can't yeah. go to PEI on a ferry. I don't know if it goes from PEI, but it definitely goes from Nova Scotia. So. Yeah. It, regardless, oh, yeah. it sounds like a bit of work to get over to Newfoundland. Yeah. It's not like you can just drive to Regina and go and play but, in the tournament. But isn't there, isn't there a New Brunswick tournament that Ron Nitz runs out there? Uh, uh, Ronnie Nitz, isn't he like your your fifth? What did I see? Your, <laughs> your fifth biggest fan? Did I see that? Oh, that comment was hilarious. <laughs> it's good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Well, we hope to see you soon. So yeah, yes. bet. I'm gonna start we... practicing May first. Yeah. For for our lawn bowling. <laughs> May, okay. May May eight it opens up decks. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, there's no fences there. Go to a field. Oh, there is a fence. I can hop. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap the, up this podcast again. Amy, best of luck to you. We'll see you at nationals for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for coming on and uh, spoiling us with all your information. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. All right, guys. We'll see you all next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Bye. Thanks all.